Hey, it's this a, is Tommy Chong, and you're thinking outside the long box. Well, 15 seasons is a long time to make a show, but we only had to make three episodes to get it done. <coughs> you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with what? Dyke and Hyman. I'm pretty sure it's Juan and and Gabe and Tim and Doyle. (laughs) (laughs) We're not doing a live episode tonight? We are, but it's the rest of the seasons. Oh... Four, yeah, four, 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 four and three. Yeah, I guess that's how math works. Huh? <laughs> We've been we, we going pretty off. quick. We can branch off of it in the live. Oh, yeah, it's not a big deal. All right. Uh, I am recording, by the way. We're all good. Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. Three out of four episode about Supernatural, which, of course, Woo! just recently wrapped up as right. a series. Uh, today we are going to be talking about seasons 9, 10, 11, and 12, because that's 1, 2, 3, and 4. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Juan, get us started on season 9, because this is about where I start losing track. Season 9, angels are warring against Castiel on Earth. Castiel is now human. Crowley is a prisoner of Sam and Dean, trying to turn him hu- they're, they're trying to turn him human. Ezekiel is inhabiting Sam, as Sam is near death because of the trials of God. Ezekiel is supposed to be healing him from within. Ezekiel turns out to be Gadriel, murders Kevin Tran, and escapes to join the Metatron. Castiel steals another angel's grace, uh, which makes him an angel, uh, or gives him grace again, I guess what's, is what makes him an angel. Crowley helps Sam expel Gadriel, but agrees to split up with Dean. Uh, Dean kills Abaddon, Castiel defeats Metatron, but Metatron kills Dean. Dean turns into a demon because of the Mark of Cain. Okay, so like all that right there, <laughs> that's where I happens. lose... This is where I lose track of this show. And this season is actually Which... the one that put me off of the show because it's all <laughs> over the place. Like through the it's first busy. half of the first season and I just didn't have the energy like i genuinely straight old manned this season got like i think i ended up watching all of it when it was coming out but this is the season where i kind of just zoned out and like fell off of this show and everybody thinks this season is awesome and it's good but i just couldn't track with it so much at the time. Yeah, I was gonna say this this season is epic, dude. Uh, That's why it's like shocking because like Kane is, in my opinion, one of the coolest characters in the show. Um, even though he's not in very many episodes, but there's an episode where Kane decides to kill all of his descendants, which is literally like a good chunk of the planet <laughs> because he's yeah. been alive since the beginning. <laughs> Because his bloodline produces nothing but like, oh, shitty people. Nice. But yeah, it, it is all over the place. Yeah, but it's aren't, like, aren't they? Tr- aren't they the ones affecting history or something like that? You know, so like, yeah, Cain is essentially a murderer. At like, you know, his he is the first demon you find out. 
So he creates the other big bad demons, Abaddon, what not Lilith, all those ones. Those are like his first creations, and all of his descendants are typically douchebags to some degree, even up till serial killers. So at a certain point, he decides that everyone who has his blood just needs to die because screw <laughs> them. Yeah, they're, they're, bad they're, dudes. they're they're all going to be bad anyway. Like Trump and would he, say, they're bad dudes. Yeah. He's kind of gone. He's kind of over the years turned into this like hipster loner in a cabin who's like tucked his demon side away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're trying to get the first blade from him because it's yeah. like an even bigger, badder kill them all version. Yeah. Like first yeah. they had the, they had the knife that kills everything that doesn't actually kill everything, and then they had the cult that kills everything that doesn't actually kill everything. <laughs> and then now is the, the first blade. Cool, the knife was cool. The first blade's pretty sweet. <laughs> I mean, it's a fucking jawbone. Yeah, I mean, it's rad looking. I think it I may have gotten this far looking. too. It just, I uh, guess, it just jumped around so much. Like it's a good season, but I, I never. I don't know. For some reason, it was the one that made me go, uh, okay, well, it's gotten too much now. I just want to watch him do regular stuff. So. <laughs> There's a lot of angelness going on. Exactly. It just, it seemed silly. Like, it was cool, but it ends up seem, seeming silly over over time. Because it's just everything is all over the place, and there's like, you know, angels in Sam's body, and then not in Sam's body, and then Castiel's a human, then he's not a human, and then Crowley's like a good guy, but not really, but he is still, and like, it just, it was, it got to be too much, where it's just like, ah, uh, yeah, no, nah, Crowley's kind of always been good guy demon. He's like, he's a bad guy, but he's he's pretty okay. No, he's ri- especially in the later seasons. He's super shitty, man. Like, well, yeah, because he's the king of hell. But yeah, as far as like <coughs> Sam and Dean go, yeah, kind of cut some slack, <laughs> right? <coughs> Can we man, talk about sorry. how Metatron is Booger from Revenge of the Nerds? <laughs> that is pretty awesome. <laughs> I remember that being probably one of my favorite things. That's a uh, that's a big, uh, that's a big uh, step up for him for that actor going from booger to uh, an angel of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> the voice of the Lord. The voice, or yeah. yeah, literally God's scribe. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's multiple people, but whoever just did the casting in general for the length of the show, they're a good, good. casting director. Really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty damn brilliant in a couple cases, actually. Yeah. Uh, season 10, Demon Dean and Crowley work together. By using sacrificed human blood, Sam and Castiel cure Dean. Still troubled by the mark of Cain, he kills some men, keeping Castiel's vessel's daughter captive. So he shows kind of a rage. Uh, the rest of the season is about getting the mark out of Dean. Rowana is introduced as well as Death. Death is going to isolate Dean, but insists... Uh, Sam must die or he'll just try and bring Dean back. At the last minute, Dean kills Death. Rowana unleashes the darkness, which was being kept away from by away by the mark. Rowana re- uh, places Castiel under a spell. He attacks Crowley, and she escapes with the Book of the Damned. Yeah, you did not say her name even close to correct, but that's okay. <laughs> Which one? Which one? Rowena. 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 Oh, 
You're like, Rajonda. <laughs> I'll be right back. So, that sounds like a disease you need uh, shots for when you go to Africa or something. So so this season Rajonda. this season has some of my has some of my probably one of my favorite episodes in it in the whole show. It's the fan fiction episode where they go to like the supernatural convention. And everybody is like making fun of their cosplay of themselves and talking about how bad they're doing at it. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's in this season. Yeah, it's like it's it's fan fiction. It's like episode two, three, four, five. It's the meta episode. Fan fiction is where they go to the school and the kids are putting on a play. Uh, the like the convention that they go to is like way earlier in the season in the seasons oh it is this is the play one but fan fiction is in my opinion it is probably top 10 episodes it's very good because this is the oh yeah this is the play that's based on the books this yeah it's based on them but they they do make fun of sam and dean left and right which is hilarious because they're like fictionalizing their life on stage basically any time that sam and dean have to interact with like their fan base because of chuck's books about them i fucking love it because it's such a good way to like it it's such a cool way to do kind of two things it gives the fans a chance to kind of see themselves in the show and it also gives themselves a chance to be like to be very humble and poke fun at themselves for knowing like all the silly dumb shit that they do in these shows like yeah. i don't i don't know that's one thing that i think this show really did well was the the actors knew that they were characters that people really really loved and as a consequence, they really leaned into that and like interacted with their fans, not just like at conventions and stuff, but also online a lot. And also like through the show by like poking fun at themselves and the dorky things that they do in real life and also the dorky things they do on the show and saying, you know, we get it. We get why you like this show. Kind of thanks for letting us make it for you, you know. Yeah. It, it's one thing that this show has always done really, really well. It was a, it was like a thank you fan service. Yeah, and that, that I episode's think, great. I think almost every season has some kind of like thank you fan service episode, where they're either like going back to something from like an earlier season that's really, really cool and kind of like a fan favorite thing, or they bring like a cool character back, or they do something where they like have to. <laughs> interact with like the fictional versions of themselves again yeah how's Ro- yeah, how's Roginda? 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 <laughs> should i she's go an interesting should i go she's on an interesting character she sure. is uh, i think this is where we also figure out uh the whole sandwich thing that like sam knows witchcraft isn't it sam knows witchcraft yeah, he learns it from Rowena. One of them so. does kind of have magic at some point. Well, I this think I do recall. I think that's back from when he was, uh, when Azazel was still trying to get him. He had that psychic shit. And then I think Ruby was trying to teach him how to uh, expel demons back into hell with his mind. Yeah, he does, he does that 
up until he released Lucifer, he has those like powers that are granted to him because yellow eyes like bled in his mouth when he was a baby. But then God kind of scrubs that out of his body and he doesn't go back to it until he takes Lucifer into him. But after that, they don't really go into it anymore. So that's yeah. like four, six, five. I don't think the brothers ever use magic. Yeah, Sam, besides, uses, Sam uses it fairly regularly. Besides, like, bags, like, to hide them and stuff like that? No, he learns stuff from Rowena. Like, I know he does. Like, he uses it a ton in season 15, too. What? Well, yeah, he definitely yeah. does in the, like, third to last episode. He's always with Rowena when he's doing the magic. Like, it's not, I don't think it's like him doing it. I thought, I don't know. Rowena's teaching of Sam over the years ultimately comes in handy against the witches, allowing Sam to create his own hex bag using her stash and kill the witch mother with a spell, something Sam credits to having learned from the best Rowena. He does use hex, he does use hex bags all throughout to like hide them and stuff like that. But it says, it says Rowena's teaching of Sam over the years. Yeah, I just, I would be shocked. I mean, I could have forgotten, but I don't remember any episode where he's like, throwing down spells left and right or anything like that. Like, I don't remember that at all. But I couldn't. I mean, there's 15 fucking seasons. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) Season 11. Everyone is trying to kill the darkness slash Amara, except for Crowley, who is trying to take care of her and restore her power. Castiel asks Metatron for help. We find out God sacrificed his sister, the darkness, to create the world. Lucifer wants to possess Sam in order to kill her, but they refuse, except Castiel, who is now possessed by Lucifer. God comes to save Lucifer slash Castiel from being tortured by Amara and is revealed to be Chuck. Amara kills Lucifer and almost Chuck. The son is dying because Chuck is almost dead. Uh, The boys convince Amara and Chuck to reconcile and leave Earth. Castiel is banished by Lady Antonia Bevel. Sam is supposed to go with her as punishment and is shot. Dean finds his resurrected mother in the woods. Yeah, and I think we skipped over the fact that to get rid of... I mean, we we touched on it really quick. To get rid of the uh, mark of Cain, Dean is going to make a deal with death, but double-crosses death, kills death. Right. And then removing the the mark of Cain is the seal that is broken to release the darkness. Yeah. And that's at the very end of episode, season 10. <clears throat> so, I did not watch this season. Uh, and it's primarily because of how season 10 ends. When Dean kills death, I was just like, "Where? what do you do with this? Like, yeah. Somebody I, else I just, becomes death. I know, but I just distinctly remember, like, okay, he's killed death. Like, what could possibly be next? And I just, I, it made me not excited for the next season, like, at all. And I ended up not watching, like, the next few seasons. I will say that that kill, I think, is the one character they should not have never killed. Because Death comes across as such an all-powerful being in the earlier seasons, mm-hmm. especially when he's like eating pizza with Dean, telling him about how min- how minuscule he is, mm-hmm. and, like talking about how he's going to reap God one day and stuff like that. Like it's just Death comes across like this all-powerful being that's more powerful than God, even than some like, ways. That's like outside of like God. Yeah. Like he he seems like he's outside of the whole thing, and then he just dies, and yeah, it's, it's like. 
it was super weird to me, and it it really turned me off. He's all powerful, but he can't duck. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, my knees don't work so good anymore. <laughs> I mean, and then like the show kind of plays it off. I think as like death is more of an ongoing force as opposed to a single individual. Yeah. Um, but the new death sucks. <laughs> oh my god that's the one casting choice where i was like mm, shitty death it's is that billy billy yeah it's just yeah. a billy has a hard on like kill the boys and it just comes across as disingenuous to me like i don't know her characters is not there's nothing it could be because the original casting for death was fucking perfect and then it goes on to like shabby leftovers i don't mean to say shabby in a racist way, it's just it is shabby. I don't even know what that word means, so I didn't know it was racist. <laughs> like genuinely, out of all the characters that are in the last couple of seasons, which I did catch up with as much as I could, like she was the least interesting to me. And I yeah, think a big, so I think a big part of that is because of how disappointed I was that death got killed. Like I just didn't like that plot point. And it really turned me off on the show. So I ended up not... I don't think I watched any episodes of 11 or 12. So, Especially because, like... This is the one, I think, flaw that the show has. Is where the boys have to defeat something. Like, I think you could win in different ways. Like, to me, it death's I mean, that's what, that's what seems... the last season ends up being all yeah. about in a lot of ways. Yeah, like... Yeah. Death's character to me seems like he would have been perfectly fine with removing the the symbol and letting the darkness come back. Like he doesn't even seem like he would give a shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> so like I don't know why he's making packs in the first place. It's just like he's like, Yeah, let's just fucking kill everybody and see how it goes. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, instead they have to murder death. And it's like, yeah, I agree. That was that was a bad choice. Season twelve, Sam is being tortured by Lady Tony Bevel. Crowley finds a new vessel, Vince Vincent, and kills Rowena. Dean, Mary, and Cassiel rescue Sam. Lucifer has been captured and is being tortured by Crowley. The men of the letters, the group who sent uh, Henry Winchester into the future, have gone rogue. Uh, The Nephilim is born. Crowley sacrifices himself to kill Lucifer. Crowley and Cassiel die trying to kill Lucifer, while Mary and Lucifer are pulled into the rift created by the Nephilim's birth. Castiel may die more than anyone else in the show. <laughs> Absolutely. And Dean. Dean's, Dean and gets Dean. death ki- killed a lot. Yeah, he dies like, like he dies like Dean dies like every season. I feel like Dean dies three times. And then there's isn't there well, one episode at, where he gets killed like a hundred times as well, yeah, part of some weird groundhog day yeah, episode? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you count yeah. that episode, yes. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it is hinted it is hinted that he has died lots more times. And they just don't remember. Let's see. I love that episode where they meet. What's his name? The like the dude with the mullet. Dean has met his so-called end approximately 112 times. Yeah, if you count, most of them are in that episode. Yes. For sure. But what's that? What's that guy's name with the mullet? I do not know. He's from the Roadhouse, and he's in heaven. And he finds Dean and Sam, Dean and Sam when they're in heaven. And he talks about how they've been there a lot. But oh, they, oh, he's they, one of the he's one of the hunters you you learn about early on. Yeah, but the, hunt, the angels just yeah, Ash. The angels just keep scrubbing their memory when they get brought back to life. <laughs> so it is funny to me that 
not only are you seeing Sam and Dean die all the time, but they are dying more frequently than that. <laughs> they just don't. I mean, they just they're don't not even know. aware. Yeah. I mean, the show, is it canon that things might happen, might have happened, like, not in episodes? Yes. I mean, it's... <laughs> it's it's definitely, there's definitely, like, implied cases and, like, this idea that in between each yeah. of these episodes, like, other things have happened. Like, I mean, there's definitely ones where it goes, like, episode, 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 where it's telling kind of like a piece of time. Yeah. But there's also ones where they drive off into the sunset after the monster of the week, and the next time you see them, they're talking about something else that they just did, but it's not what they just did on the show kind of thing. So, yeah. so, so see, we didn't, did we mention that season 11 is when we find out that Chuck is actually God? Oh, no. no but, but Yeah, I think it's... That was a cool. I think that was a cool choice, but this is the point where Chuck's character starts stops being interesting, though. <laughs> it's like and just they, starts being a piece of shit. They didn't write him well after this. I feel. Like. I don't think so either. It's like he he could have been a cool as God as well, but he just wasn't. Like he seems he turns very into like petulant. Well, it's not even that. He just turns into like a bitch. Like it's not. <laughs> He's God. Like, he's all powerful. There's a couple moments you get of that in season 15 where the boys think they've, like, pulled something on him. And he's like, fuck you. I knew what you were doing. I'm God. <laughs> like, that, that should have been his attitude all the time. But yeah. instead, he's running around like, oh, you didn't do what I wanted you to do. Oh, bitch. <laughs> like, I just didn't like it. Like, all powerful God got, like, corn swoggled. <laughs> I think, like like I said, I think in general, I just kind of fell off of the show for a couple seasons, and these are the two seasons that I just didn't watch at all. 11 and 12. Yeah. 11 has, like, the most meta episode ever in it. The Which one's that? From the, the car's perspective. Oh. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> the episode that takes place entirely inside the car. Oh, man. I haven't, I'll have to go back and watch that. That sounds fun. It's episode four. It's everything is either inside the car or from the car's perspective. Like you're looking out the window at them fighting and stuff like that. Huh. That's I awesome. Mean, the car is kind of a character at this point. I mean, oh, yeah, I mean a huge deal about it. It's not kind of a character. It is a character for sure. Yeah. I mean, people even say the best character. People, <laughs> le- people legitimately like collect that car now because of this fucking show. I mean, right. it was already like a, a you know a legit antique, like great looking car, but uh, for sure, like I've seen them on the road, painted to look exactly like Supernatural. It's like it's legitimately like the only muscle car that I think the four door version has collected higher in higher numbers than the two door version, and it's because the sh- car in the show is a four door. Yes, it's because they were smart and they had a lot of people in that car. All the yeah. time. There's yeah. always... But not very many dogs. Dean fucks an angel in that car. <laughs> he does fuck an he, angel in that does. car. I remember fuck. that episode. Well? I remember I remember I, more of the show than I thought I would tonight, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I got... Apparently I got a hell of a lot farther than I thought. Oh, dude. Going, going through this, like, as I was going through my Netflix... I was like, well, I'll just go to where I stopped watching. And I kept having, I thought I had stopped watching at like season seven. 
And I was like, oh, that's all done. And I went yeah. down to season eight, and those were all filled up, too, <laughs> like that I had already watched. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I went down to season nine. Those were all filled up. I was like, huh. I went down to season 10, and like all but like the last like four, no, they were all filled up. And then 11 had like two episodes that I hadn't watched or that I had watched. And then from like there, I think I watched a few like towards the end of season 13 and a few towards the end of 14. But like I had watched hardly anything after season 11. Get some. Oh, no, it's just interesting. I I watched a lot more than I thought I had originally. So are we talking about season 11 in this one? We 11, just 12, talked about 13. 11 and 12. Yeah. We didn't talk about 12. Yeah, we did. We literally just talked about it. I thought we were supposed to talk about 12, 13, 14, and 15 in the next one. No, 13, 14, and 15 in the next one. Uh, oh, and be sure to check that out <laughs> next time. Visit us at TOTLB.com where you can find out all the information wow, about all oil? our social medias, etc., etc., etc. Too many episodes. Also, go to patreon.com slash TOTLB, support the show, uh, give us a little scratch, and we'll give you a few little things like a shirt or a hat and, of course, some extra videos. Uh, Yeah, I'll give you a scratch, too. I don't really care. And then uh, also... We'll give you a tickle. (laughs) Ooh, I like that even better. A little and tickle. Go to youtube.com slash thinking outside the long box. Be sure to check us out there and if you haven't already subscribe and share and hit the notifications button i don't know what doyle's doing over there but it looks funny so my neck my neck hurts and then finally if you like midgets and you like dead guys then you'll like michael kirk's memorial hotline give us a call 970-573-6148 you know we just want to hear what you have to say about pretty much anything we're talking about until oh, next sure. time, I've been Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. Bye. 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 Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast. Join us on Facebook and Twitter to get behind-the-scenes information for exclusive content and to be notified when new episodes are available. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of the Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast, Baron Space Productions, its partners, or affiliates. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is made available by its creators, Juan, John, and Gabe. The podcast is edited and produced by Juan, and Albie is the co-executive producer. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is a barren space production. <laughs>